0: For free shipping and three hundred and sixty five day returns.
1: The Eleven to One Show.
0: A compelling drama set against the ongoing war in Ukraine written and directed by LAID filmmaker Fiona Ash has been selected in the Virgin Media Discover's competition so Virgin Media Discoverers in partnership with Fischerin and Screen Ireland is a competition that helps new and established filmmakers and content creators get their story heard so this drama it's a short film titled Battle for Life is one of the shortlisted projects and the winners will receive mentorship development funding to invest in their script and fund the production and I'm delighted to have Writer-Director Fiona Ash in studio with me now. How are you getting on? Great stuff. Lovely to be here, Sinead. Thank you for inviting me in. Great to have you back on the show again. Now, you must be thrilled. You're shortlisted for Virgin Media Discover's competition. I hadn't known about this until very, very recently. Tell us about the competition itself.
1: Well, it's a very, very well-designed competition. So it's run by Virgin Media Television and, as you say, funded by Screen Ireland. And there's a, a nice long process which allows you plenty of time to develop your project uh, they don't ask for too much work to be done before because a lot of people, like hundreds of people apply and only yeah. four people will get funded, four teams will get funded. So it's great that they don't ask you to to write the script and, and do all the, the casting and production, bef- production pr- plan beforehand. So you submit an idea and a little bit about why you want to tell the story, what's your inspiration, a little bit about the team. And then they, there's a panel of judges who will assess those. And then the top 30 are invited in for a feedback and networking day, which we had great fun on that. They provided with lovely food all day long <laughs> and, and uh, the, some talks by eminent filmmakers and film industry professionals. And then you have a one to one meeting with your script mentor. So somebody who's read your, read your script and can tell you, advise you on how what uh, the judges might look for, what Virgin Media television might look for. So optimizing your chance of getting to the next stage, which is incredibly helpful. And the, the, also, I just have to give a big shout out to Daniel Lloyd and Sinead Stimfig from Virgin Media Television because they're so enthusiastic. They were there for the whole day and they were constantly encouraging us, telling us how wonderful we were, making us feel valued. So, so it was a, it was an amazing day. And then, so from that that thirty, then it goes to another round of judges, and that's whittled down to twelve teams. So now uh, the final twelve have been announced, and I'm very feel very privileged to be in that that final twelve. So, we then received funding to write the script and put together a production plan and a lookbook and a pitch deck. So a lookbook is images that reflect how it's going to look on okay. screen so you, you you team up with your cinematographer and you get together and devise a visual structure you know what color palette what uh, camera movement what framing all of those kind of things are, are going to tell your story best and then you also put together a production plan, which is how you will execute it so how many locations you want. Are there any ambitious scenes? How will you do those? That kind of thing. Any ideas for casting? Any ideas for composers? This kind of thing. You put all that together in a document and you submit this. And they also very, very kindly pro- provide a practice pitch, which is really Oh, that's really useful. important. Yeah, <laughs> because you think you have it sussed and you, you, you practice yourself and then you do it, this practice pitch and there there are there is great feedback you know you might go slightly over time or maybe you have highlighted things that are already in the documentation and maybe you need to focus on things which are not in the documentation so that getting that feedback is great because it optimizes your chance of uh, doing your putting in your best performance in front of the judges, which is next week on the 10th of August.
0: Oh my God. So next week. So it's kind of like a Dragon's Den style thing, which is very intimidating. Absolutely. But isn't it fantastic to have that support? Because when you're in the writing process and you have this idea, it can be quite isolating. So to go to a day like that where everyone's cheering you on and telling you you're doing great, because it is a risk going out there, putting your work out there and, you know, let's be honest, getting doors closed in your face a lot of the time. So it's so encouraging to have that isn't it? It's incredibly encouraging and so the feedback was fantastic, the encouragement from Virgin Media
1: was fantastic and the networking was very valuable as well. I mean I subsequently cast somebody I met at that in a proof oh, of fantastic. concept that I just shot so it, that's, and that's one of the reasons they
0: do it also is to help you network with other filmmakers. Oh brilliant okay so tell me about this because it's a short film called Battle for Life set against the backdrop of the Russian war in Ukraine. I mean so timely and I know from your other work this is something that you're passionate about. You, you love to kind of highlight social injustice in your work it's an ongoing theme so tell me about this sort of where did the, the seed of the idea come from?
1: Well I have covered war before uh, so I wrote a my first feature length screenplay was called Cracks in the Ice and it was about the Blood Diamond War in Sierra Leone and I also then subsequently edited and published a book written by my father about the two world wars and the interwar years and that was called 31 Years of Hell so I have delved into war before and I'm very interested in the human cost of war and the uh, how how it really impacts people. So when the Ukraine war broke out, I was interested in I knew I was interested in doing something and I didn't know what the story would be. Uh, but I did draft straight away uh, a, an idea and I had read a lot about. I loved the fact that Irish people were opening their doors. Yes, to yes. Ukrainians coming over and say, yeah, come live with me. I, you know, you can you can share my house. You will be your new sort of family. And it's a, a really interesting blend of families. Uh, and I love that connection, that idea of the connection between two countries, because we're all interconnected connect- in the world today. What happens in one country affects every other country. Yeah, And I firmly believe that what a tragedy for one country is a tragedy for another country. And if a life is lost in one country, it's a tragedy for the whole world. So I wanted to explore those themes. And I had read that. Some Irish couples who had a Ukrainian surrogate, they were yes. helping their surrogates. I mean, this might have been years ago when they had a surrogate, but they were helping their surrogates to get out of Ukraine and in some cases inviting them to live in their homes. So that, I thought that was a very interesting Type of new yeah, blended I, family. I,
0: I'm thinking of Rosanna Davidson, probably the most high profile, was ensuring that she she got her out absolutely, and others. And uh, there as were you others, yes. yeah. And I love this idea that the story is framed around uh, a Ukrainian woman who is pregnant, and she's a surrogate for another couple because. You know, when I think about surrogacy, I just think that that's such a brave act in in itself and so selfless. And then to put that scenario in the midst of the war. So there's this double fight for survival, really. It's just that's what makes it so compelling,
1: this. Yes. And I've been talking to surrogacy organisations and and people who've undergone surrogacy. And they're talking about the really strong bond that that is created between the gestational carrier and the couple. And that goes on years after the baby or babies are, are born. And I wanted to look, you know, I really want to explore that. I think it's an incredible connection. And the surrogates seem very, very happy to have given a couple their dream, which is to have yeah. a baby and to make them happy for the rest of their lives. So it's a really incredible story. And surrogacy and the Ukraine war are both very hot topics right now. So to bring them together in a narrative is really interesting. And I was delighted to meet Lana Turyanska. She's a Ukrainian producer yes. who was forced to flee the war in Ukraine. So she's now living in Ireland. Uh, I worked with her, or I bet her to... Women in Film and Television, which Mm -hmm. is a fantastic organisation over here, worldwide, but I'm familiar with the Irish chapter of it. And they just do phenomenal work in terms of ensuring that diverse voices, which have hitherto been unheard in the film industry, are now being heard. So, I connected with Lana through Women in Film and Television and we made a documentary together earlier this year and I talked to her about a drama and I I showed her my idea. And I was a little worried that she might hate it you know, because she has the authentic experience. And I was I did it from my imagination and from reading, Um, but she loved it and she was delighted to come on board. So we've been working together to put this whole pitch and script together And we're very, very pleased with what we've come up with. And we would definitely
0: love to make the film. So fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. So in terms of as you were talking about there, all the prep work in terms of the the pre-production, because people don't realize the amount of work that goes into making a film. You don't just hand over a script and go, right, point the camera there. Action. That's not how it works, people. (laughs) There's so much involved in this. Uh, But in terms of location, then if dream come true, you do get this, which I do think you will. where would you like to to shoot? Is there talks of Ukraine or is it like, would you go somewhere that's kind of authentic in terms of that look that you're looking for?
1: Yeah, so we're going to um, buy some news footage of Ukraine Mm -hmm. and we're going to recreate one scene uh, which we'll we'll intercut with it, so we'll we'll match the smoke, we'll match the okay. sky, we'll match the ground, like gravel on the ground and that kind of thing. So we're going to make it we're going to make it look the same. So we'll intercut it. Oh, very
0: good. Okay, you see, this is the this is the magic of cinema as well. All of these different techniques, absolutely. So I briefly mentioned the plot there. As we say, it's set in uh, Ukraine. It focuses in on this woman. So what sort of happens to her without kind of revealing too much? Well,
1: it's the story of an Irish couple whose surrogate is is close enough to giving birth. She's heavily pregnant in Ukraine and the war breaks out and suddenly she's trapped there and it's, it's very dangerous. There's bombs dropping all over the place. So they uh, immediately think of flying there to try and get her out. But then the airspace is closed over Ukraine. So they have to uh, figure out ways to get her, her out of there. And then she's involved in uh, an attack. She's the victim of an attack, uh, a Russian bomb. Uh, and she's injured and the twins are injured and then they're born prematurely and I won't give you the rest of the story because there's lots of twists and turns but they they have to try and get her to safety
0: and her the twins to safety and I should stress that this is a short film which I just am amazed at people who can write and direct short films because there's so much going on in just a few minutes so like that's another skill isn't it as a writer as well I mean that's where a lot of stuff like show don't tell comes into, into the frame as well with regards to the writing is that a special skill set because you've obviously written features as well yes I've written features as well
1: it is in some ways easier to write a feature because you have time to let things yes, breathe. Yes, of course, yeah. You are, yeah, short film is quite a skill because you're compressing a huge storyline into a very short period of time. And you, the characters still have to be interesting. They still have to have backstory. Yes. So how much of that backstory gets into the, the script? So yes, you you don't get into, in, to delve into the issues as much, but, it, but you still can make a really great snapshot of an issue through a short film. But it is definitely a skill being able to tell it in a short period of time but everyone's first draft is going to be longer than yes. the final film so my first draft I think was about uh, 15 pages maybe. And I've now got it down
0: to nine and a half pages. And and what does a page translate into minutes? Then one on minute. One minute. OK, so you've got this pretty much in the, under the 10 minutes. I do. Amazing, Fiona. Amazing. And like that, it's totally exactly what you said there. It's like a vignette of life, a snapshot of a scenario where in the midst of the action, this is what's happening. And I suppose in some ways with short films you can just get straight into it, can't you as well? You don't necessarily have to build up too much, as you say. Absolutely. So the pitch is going to be on August the 10th, you've had your practice pitch, you're all set and ready to go for this. Yes, I am absolutely. But you've been very busy as well, aside from this project. You mentioned the documentary, but also, uh, you were working on another project as well. You shot a film in Drada said at Christmas time. Tell me about this. I did indeed. So, I shot a
1: film, yes, I gave up my Christmas holidays and worked <laughs> all over Christmas to, to shoot a film, uh, which was which was great fun. So, it's a thriller. I really wanted to do a stunt action thriller. I, I had a oh, great,
0: brilliant. uh, stunt coordinator and a great stunt performer. and I am fascinated by that, right? This is my bucket list, right? You're like tapping into my bucket list here now, Fiona. My bucket list, one of these days, I just want to be on set and watch a stunt performer do something amazing. I mean, it's just fascinating to me, that whole art form. Oh, it's great fun, and I went to
1: the rehearsals as well, which was oh, tremendous fun. And I did some of the stuff. stunts myself just oh, for fun. Amazing, amazing. <laughs> that's my that's my little dream. <laughs> I'd love to be a stunt performer, but uh, I have, I have too, too much on directing and writing. <laughs> yes. But yeah, so we have so Moro uh, Celsius was our our summer coordinator, and he was tremendous. He designed all the stunts, and so I I have a feature film that has a lot of stunts in it called Dark and Ship, and it's written by an amazing writer called Dee Chilton, and I'm directing it. So I wanted to do a short film that, so I would have a showreel of stunt action yes. directing. So I'm very pleased with it. We shot it mostly in my house but we also shot a bit in the Black Bull and a bit in the Mace store outside the Black Bull so thank you very much to both of those for letting us shoot there because it was it really did add to the narrative having those locations. So that was a great uh, fun shoot to do and that's, uh, that's in late post-production I had to I was almost finished it when I just had to move on to other projects certain things like this have deadlines so uh, it's almost finished so just tiny bit of grading tiny bit of sound design
0: to finish that and then it's going to start its festival run well it started the applications to festivals in September Oh fantastic so we can see that in the circuit absolutely and as well you also wrapped on a feature film set that was uh, set in a a newsroom
1: Yeah so so it's a proof of concept for a feature so it's effectively a short film but it'll act as a proof of concept for the storyline and for the Style of the feature film, and this is a thriller, isn't it? The, no, this is a drama. Oh, drama! The other okay. one, the other one was a thriller. Oh, the other one was a thriller. So, so yeah, this, this yeah. is a social injustice drama. Okay, so this is a true true life Irish story of social injustice. So I was delighted. I love newsrooms. I've worked as a journalist for of course, fourteen yeah. years. I've been in many newsrooms, and I love. Working in these big newsrooms, which are really busy and interesting and and f- vibrant. And then if you're doing the night shift, you're on your own in this massive room yeah. and it's all dark and it's really creepy. So <laughs> uh, so I wanted to, and w- when you have a, a breaking story and that happens at night, yes. you create the secrecy by these dark corners and by the depth. So I really wanted to shoot in the newsroom and I was thrilled that News Talk, which is now owned by Bauer Media, course, the, yeah. I, where I used to work. Uh, they allowed me to shoot in their newsroom and we, and we made it uh, look like a 1990s newsroom. So the production design, we had a production designer from Drahada called uh, Oral Nibahali who oh, was yeah. tremendous. And she, we just created this amazing piece and we had fantastic actors, fantastic crew and we shot, we did an overnight shoot. So we
0: started at 8 o'clock at night and we finished at 7 o'clock in the morning. Oh, listen, that's like <laughs> dedication for the craft. Also, I must mention as well that with the short film that you made, the Christmas one, that was self-funded. Now, can we talk about this? Because... Yeah. This is a this is the reality isn't it for filmmakers you don't always get these uh, scenarios where you're given funding and also can we just say you're never given funding you have to like go through so many hoops to actually be awarded funding as we've kind of outlined so this uh, your work is important you are on the lookout for somebody that might come on board that might invest and support you
1: Yes, I mean, I do fund some of my own stuff, uh, which is very expensive. (laughs) And uh, I'm fortunate sometimes to get uh, funding. So it would be magnificent if I got Virgin Media. Um, Louth County Council or Create Louth have been incredibly generous in supporting three of my projects. So I'm very, very grateful to them for supporting me as a local filmmaker. Uh, But yes, I'm always looking for for investors uh, in individual projects. And I'd love to find a patron as well, because Mm -hmm. a lot of what I do... um, I don't necessarily get paid for, for yes. the, the work that I'm doing. I mean, I did very much on, on Virgin Media. They're very, very yeah. generous in terms of their development budget, which is I'm very grateful for. Uh, the other projects I've worked on, uh, I didn't get paid for them and sometimes they cost me uh, quite a bit of money. So if there was anyone out there who is interested in getting involved in the film industry from an investor point of view or a patronage point of view, I'd love to hear from them. Uh, my website is fionaash.com. That's dot ecom And there's a contact
0: form on the website if anyone is interested in contacting me. It's money well spent, people. This one is so, so talented. So, so talented. I have no doubt that you're going to get this funding as well for Virgin Media and I cannot wait to see what you're going to do with Battle for Life. But Fiona, for now, thank you so, so much for joining me and the best of luck with the pitch next week. Thank you very much. Really appreciate it. Thanks a million. And Fiona's website, by the way, I'll just mention it again, fionaash.com and it's A-S-H-E dot com if you'd like to reach out to her and uh, you can find all their details there. The 11 to 1 Show.